podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, Kulays, and welcome to Barca Talk. I'm your host, Remy Dixon. The international break is basically over, but we haven't played for a while, so I thought this would be a great time to look at the players, do a little report card, who's performing, who isn't, what are we looking forward to. I also want to get into the latest updates on the Niger case and a preview to the weekend's game against Bilbao. But before we get into those topics, a quick word from our sponsor. As I pod, we are currently third in the table. Nine matches played, six wins, three draws, zero losses. Real Madrid, of course, is on top with eight wins, one loss, zero draws. 24 points to our 21 points. So nothing really crazy. We're not too far off from the top, but this season has been wild so far. Nine matches in and from the last minute signings, to the injuries, things have been back and forth. You know, we are facing a situation where we lack consistency. We are winning games at times looking amazing and then drawing games at times looking very bad. We started off being extremely predictable, then we got very unpredictable, and just everything that's going on, it's just been a wild season already. That said, we've had some standout performers. We've had some players that have really stepped up in different occasions. And we've had some players that haven't. So I want to take a look at the players, especially our starting 11, see how they stack up on their performances so far. So without further ado, we'll start with Mark andre Terstegen. Our starting goalkeeper has played 990 minutes. He has let in 10 goals in the league and four clean sheets with zero goals in the Champions League, but two clean sheets. Now, coming off of his performance last year, it felt like we were just going to get better defensively. It felt like he was going to move from strength to strength and be on track for letting in less goals than he did last year. However, it doesn't seem like that's going to happen. 10 goals is already a lot. Over the course of a season, it seems like we're trending towards more than less, given our defensive injuries, but you can't really fully blame Ter Sagan for that. Um, I feel like he's been good. I don't think he's been great. I think there have been times where he could have been better. I would say Ter Stegen at this point gets a probably a B minus in my head. I don't think he's made so many clear mistakes that I would give him anything less than a B minus, but I haven't seen him be that main stop in the back that's really been so helpful in the past. And I wonder if that's just defense, right? Like he really stands out when our defense is poor and he's really out there making some saves like two years ago where he was at times just like the reason we didn't lose games. But I think now when the defense isn't poor but has lapses, sometimes those lapses are just really bad and 
there's not much he can do about that. So can't give him anything less than a B minus. But I'm really not seeing enough from him in the ways I have in the past to say that he's in the A category, uh, that he's stellar by any means compared to his previous performances. So I don't, I'm not worried about him as a goalkeeper. I think there are times when, when we need him, he really steps up. And obviously if our defense gets better, gets more consistent, we don't really see a lot of the issues with Terstegen that I feel like we have with these 10 goals. I'm going to go to Zhao Cancelo, one of the new boys. 482 minutes played, two goals, one assist in the league. Now, we really needed a right back, and he has been amazing in that sense. I mean, we really needed it, and he's exactly what we wanted he came in on fire, came in on fire, um, was really showing out. I think he's probably the best shot we have on our team, to be honest. The performances towards the last couple of games haven't been as great as his earlier ones, but he does some great runs. He gets, uh, I remember the near assist or assist that he had where he weaved through the whole defense and got the ball into I think Jao Felix and that was when Jao Felix hit the post I believe I could be wrong um but he's been good man he's we really needed him I'd give him an A just because he's been necessary he's been helping and I think the more he integrates into this team the more he will have to give so I hope he continues to be as productive as he has been I would I would say an A minus is not an A plus by any means but it's definitely up there. Our center backs. Uh, let's start with Araujo. 271 minutes played in La Liga. Honestly, with Araujo, I felt he played a little too much in preseason, especially at right back, a.k.a. At right wing at times. I remember he was doing a step over once in a preseason game, and I was just like, oh, we don't need you to be injured. I, his contributions have been good. I mean, I remember the game, um, was it the Champions League game, where he and Koundé had some great blocks. He's been good. He's been consistent um, when he wasn't injured. And I would give Ronald Araujo a B plus. I feel like we need more from him. I think we need more consistency. Uh, I look forward to seeing what this defense looks like when everybody's fit again it's been interesting that he and Kunde and Christensen have let in what feels like way more goals this year than last year especially towards the end when we were just solid so there seems to be something that just feels off about our defense this year I don't know what it is I'm not going to take it out on individual players per se but you would think that we would be better with a proper right back now. And it just feels like we are less solid than we were. But Araujo gets it a B plus. Now, Joe Kunde has played 686 minutes in La Liga. And this one's just really sad for me, knowing what happened in his last outing and the injury he picked up. Just sucks. I hate seeing players get injured. I think he's one of our best defenders. Again, I remember some of the tackles that he's put in chasing down defenders and 
especially that one in the Champions League where he chased down a defender and just like got a foot in the last moment. He hasn't been stellar. Again, part of this defensive situation. I was really expecting the game where he and Araujo played center backs to be just a very special one because we hadn't seen them do it for so long. And I mean, it sucks that right after they do it, they end up getting, he ends up getting injured. But similar here, B plus, we've seen some really good things, but overall our defense isn't what it should be. And he's part of it. So you can't be overly uh, positive about that. Sad that he's injured. Really hope he gets back. Not per se sooner rather than later. I want him to be healthy when he comes back. Um, so just hoping for a speedy recovery and, and a good one so he doesn't get injured again. Andreas Christensen. 578 minutes. Played for Barcelona and La Liga this season. And again, another defender that I feel has been good when he's been in, but nothing overly stellar. I think I would give him a B just because I can't really remember any amazing tackles he's made or great saves that he's put in. That just may be because he's less mobile than Kunde and Araujo, and when he's doing his work, it's more subtle. But overall, he's been good. Very happy that it's not Eric Garcia that takes over when he's not playing. Um, Very happy that those three center backs that we have are him, Araujo, Kunde, but so far need to see more B. Solid B. Alejandro Balde. 624 minutes for Barca this season in La Liga. One assist. But undisputed left back starter and at his age to have taken this position and just owned it. It's been incredible to see. He's had some of the standout performances of the season for me. He makes some great runs. I would like to see more contribution offensively, but I also think that's partly to do with our attackers in general. So can't really fault him too much, but to have grabbed this position, held it by the scruff of the neck, and really taken the opportunities to be that undisputed starter that we're not sitting here going, oh, we need another left back in that's more experienced, that's better than he is. So I think he is an absolute gem. Very glad he's re-signed. And for me this season, Balde has an A. I think he... It's on A+. There are things that I would like to see more. I think if the team is overall more consistent and our midfield is more stable, we see Balde having more impact. But as of now, A. Young, absolute gem, looking forward to seeing more. Moving into the midfield, Oriol Romeu. Romeu's had 494 minutes for Barca in La Liga this season, and he's shown glimpses of being a very good defensive midfielder. He's strong. He can hold the ball at times. However, He is not the defensive midfielder that we all want to start. We know that. He has one assist, um, but his last game was not great. We were playing the ball out from him, and it was just not coming off. This was the game against Porto, 
right, where we barely won, but Romeu's performance left a lot to be desired. It felt like we really didn't have control of the midfield in that game, and it feels like with him, we have less control of the midfield than we do with other center-dependent midfielders. Now, again, for who he is, his age, coming over to Barcelona, or coming back, I guess, it's not terrible. He's not an Eric Garcia type. It's not a situation where it's like, oh, wow, we are really deficient. However, I don't feel like he deserves anything more than a C plus. Yeah, I would say a C plus. I mean, being generous a B at an average, but I would say he's been slightly below-ish average, with average being pretty good, obviously. So... That's my take on him. I mean, I would like to see him being that person that we can call on toward the end of games to be more defensive in that position. He's definitely not the person we call on to take things forward. Um, But that means we have to have Frankie feeling better or, you know, our whole set of midfielders. And we don't have that right now. Frankie de Jong. I feel like Frankie has been, when he was playing, probably the standout performer, if not very close to the top. I mean, we were all talking about how many times he probably should have had man of the match. He's been great when he's been playing, keeping the ball, and then moving offensively. My only issue with him at times is that I think he holds the ball a little too much. He could stand to get the ball off his feet one touch sooner but he plays so well defensively offensively I think he and Romeu kind of balance each other out in a really interesting way it's not completely necessary to play that many midfielders but I like it when he is given that freedom to kind of move around express himself and he's been really good at times so for me Frankie gets and uh it's an a definitely i was trying to figure out if it's like a plus it's close it's a very high a i don't think anybody really deserves an a plus right now because it's so early in the season but it's a really high a gavi Ooh, Gavi, Gavi, Gavi. Uh, Gavi has been playing well. I think Gavi gets a a B plus for me. I think he's done well in Pedri's absence. I think there are times where he's done a really good job of just being a nuisance in the midfield and moving around, getting in places. Weirdly enough, I feel like I'm not quite sure who's been better in the midfield, him or Gundogan. But I think Gavi's been a pretty good player for us so far. Again, his biggest issue for me is that his temper will get us into trouble one of these days. And it really should have gotten us into trouble in that Porto game way sooner than it did. He's not going to be in the next Champions League game, which is going to be annoying. But we could have lost him much earlier in that Porto game. So he needs to get more mature, calm down a bit. But he's been playing very well. So B plus for him. Pedri, I mean, I'm hoping that this rest has come and helps him just reset 
mentally, physically, all the things. I mean, Pedri, when he's playing, he's Pedri, right? He's consistent. He plays well. But we've been relying on him too much. And one of the things I was saying the other day was it feels like at times I'm glad that in the last couple of games when he hasn't been playing, we haven't felt like we've missed him too much. But, yeah, I mean, I think Pedri... Standard B, he's always been good. I Obviously, I feel like he hadn't gotten enough time this season to really give us that A-plus performance that we know he can do over the course of a season. So we'll see. We'll see how he comes back. Hopefully, he comes back stronger than ever. I'm going to go on to Ilke Gundogan. New signing. Came in. We were all very excited, I think. Um... I don't know if we were more excited for him or the Zhao's. I know I was more excited for Zhao Cancelo than anybody else. I'm having an interesting time with Gundogan right now. And I, I would really like to hear other people's opinions on this. Because personally, I would say for his experience, for his... I don't want to say hype, but I expected more from him. I've been expecting more. I don't think he's been giving us what... We were seeing at Man City, especially coming off the year that he just had in Man City. It's still early in the season. He's still getting used to things. Midfield has been just in and out with different players and things. So perhaps it's a he hasn't found his feet yet here at Barca. However, B, possibly even a C plus. Nothing overly stellar. He's had some plays here and there. He's done some things, but... I'm not really overly impressed, and again, I was saying my last time I did this, perhaps it's because he just moves in silence, right? Perhaps it's he does the really good things and we don't fully notice it, but I was expecting more, especially offensively, and I just don't feel like I'm getting that. So C plus B at best for me. Moving on to our attackers. First and foremost, we'll start with Zhao Felix. Now, Jao Felix, I think, has been playing well. He's been very good at times. He's been very average at others. I don't think he's ever been, like, shockingly bad. So, for me, he gets a... He gets a B plus, I would say. I think for his skill level, his promise, his potential, his position, he should be being more influential and more effective. I think he given all the hype he's had in the past, should be the standout superstar on this Barca team right now, right? Um, I don't think we're getting that from him. So he's been good. He's been contributing. But I wouldn't sit here and say he deserves an A. Not yet, at least. Again, giving him time, giving him moments to really find his feet and and play more with this team. But for now, I would say a solid B+, because he's been good, and he's helped us a good bit offensively. But, you know... Nothing stellar. Robert Lewandowski. Oof. This one, this is probably going to be my lowest to date or to this point, right? Like, I think possibly a C-. And I'm not quite sure what the situation is. I think early on in the season, it felt like... He was definitely slowing down. He started putting in a bit more goals. And who knows? He may end out the season with a bunch of goals like he always does. But I don't know, man. I'm starting to think that we need a new striker. And Victor Roque can come soon enough. Lewandowski just hasn't been that striker that we need. And perhaps it's 
because he's not getting the service that he needs. So we can't blame everything on him. But at times, I just haven't seen it. Um, and for his position on this team, for what we need from him, we're not getting it. That's why he gets to see. Rafinha. Interesting here because Rafinha should be the undisputed right winger. And I think in a lot of people's heads he is, but Lamina Mall has brought in some doubts in ways that I don't know if Lamina Mall wasn't 16, we would actually be saying he should be restricted on minutes and he shouldn't be starting. He feels like he's come in and owned that. I'll talk about him in a second, but Rafinha, I would have expected better. Dembele's gone. The position is yours. He didn't come in here guns blazing and really setting things alight. And then he got that red card, which was so stupid. And it's not all his fault, obviously, but it was just really bad. It was a bad way to start off your season when you're supposed to be the guy. I haven't seen the performances from him that I feel like would really make me feel like he is the undisputed right winger on this team. For that, he gets a C plus B minus. He's in that range. Um, Not enough being seen from him. I want to see him do better. I'm looking forward to seeing him do better. He can't let a 16-year-old come here and have us always questioning, like, should he have started? Should he not? But we'll see what happens on that right side. I do feel like if he doesn't do it this year, if it's not the rest of the season, I feel like we start looking about like options because if a 16-year-old can come in here and be doing a better job, we got to start asking questions. Speaking of that 16-year-old, Lamine Yamal. Jim, uh, honestly, probably best player of the season so far. I think for multiple reasons, right? His youth, the extreme maturity with which he plays with, the impact with which he has, and the fact that he's come in here and just plays with a freedom that it doesn't feel like we always have it at certain times, but I think for so many different factors, I'm giving him an A+. He's just been stellar, and he continues to perform consistently, which is the thing that not everybody else is doing, and that's why I think he deserves that A+, because he's coming in and doing just what you need him to do every time he comes in and, and plays, right? Every time he is doing what he's doing. He's coming at defenders, making them second guess, moving things around, getting good balls in, et cetera, et cetera. He's been playing absolutely well. And for his age, you just, you can't do anything more. You can't ask anything more. You can't do anything more. As I just said with Rafinha, it's it's a strong question of who's our best right wing at this point. And I know some people are going to be upset about that. Not trying to come for your boy. I'm just saying, like, there are questions and Lamal is asking a lot of them. Fran Torres coming off the bench this season. I will say Fran Torres has been extremely, extremely improved. I am happy for him. I'm happy for any Barca player that comes in and produces. You know, he had a lot of opportunities last year. I didn't think he took them. I didn't think he deserved them because he didn't take them. He's coming in this year. He's taking his chances. Yes, I think it was a couple of games ago where we didn't see him take the chances like he had been in the last couple of games. We saw the old front on return. However, 
the fact that he's coming off the bench, the fact that he's made this kind of improvement, if he can find a consistency and be this improved moving forward, I will say I've called for him to start over Lewandowski at times. I think he brings speed. He have that mentality. We're looking to see it just increase and get better. I give him an A, honestly, for the performances he's put in since he's come off the bench. I give him an A. Who else is there? Oh, Fermin Lopez. Yeah, Fermin has come in and played really well when we needed him. I mean, preseason was by far amazing and put him in the position he is today to, to have him stay. When he's come in, in those moments where he's been called, he's been good. I would say he gets a B plus. Um, would like to see him given more time and see what he can really do in that time given. But for now, I would say... He's doing a really good job, and I'm really happy with where he's at. He gets a solid B+. The rest of the squad, I mean, I don't really know if they're that important to talk about. Sergio Roberto, Inigo Martinez, Marcos Alonso, bit parts, small players in situations, then I don't think it's fair to really judge them on what they've had so far. Some of it hasn't been good. I think Martinez did not play really well in the few times he's played, so... I'm not going to give them a grade yet. I want to see a full season where they're playing possibly in the Copa del Rey games and and other things like that. So I don't think it's fair to give them a grade now. But so far, that's where I think everybody's at. You know, lowest performer probably right now is Lewandowski just based on what we expect of him. C minus. Highest performer right now is Lamal based on what we expect of him. Not to be 16 and fighting as a starter on this team and consistently performing right a plus um so looking forward to seeing where that goes moving on to the next thing the nigeria case i'm not going to sit here and talk too much about this because i don't have all the information i just know how it made me feel when i looked at it today and was like uh, or not not today uh, a couple of days ago and i was like damn laporta's getting charged this thing just will not go away And I don't know to what extent there's fire there, right? Like, I'd love to believe that it's just what they say. It was just reports. But Laporta, in his earlier term, Bartomeu, I mean, I don't trust those guys really in in that strong of a way. I don't think we were getting unfair treatment. I mean, we had some of the best players. We played great games. Messi didn't need that, um, nor did Iniesta Xavi. So... I just hope this goes away sooner rather than later. I think the sad thing for me is just like, how crushing would it be for Mesca and Club if that was actually what's happening? I don't want to think about it. I don't think it is. I trust this team. But it just feels very much like that cloud that doesn't go away. And you're just like, damn, like this could turn into something that would be very devastating for this club in the current moments that we're in. So... It's something to definitely keep an eye on. It sucks. It's annoying. I don't want to think of the implications, but it's one to keep an eye on because it it seems like it's not going away. And finally, I'm going to touch on our upcoming game this Sunday against Athletic Bilbao. They are coming to us, and it's going to be interesting, right? Because they are always a tough team to play. They're always a tough match. And we're in a place right now where we 
Mm, we can be got. I mean, I'm actually kind of excited that this is the first game back because I want to see us tested. I want to see where we're at. I want that like, I want that like test before we get into, before we get into the Classico. I want to see us tested. Now, we are coming into this one injured. Pedri, Rafinha, Frankie De Jong, Jukunde, Lewandowski. We're we're injured team right now but that's going to give Ferran Torres a chance and I really want to see what he does with that chance you know it's going to give Lamine Mall a chance he's been doing what he's done with that chance it'll be interesting to see um if he continues I mean I think the question is even if he's going to play because he didn't play for Spain so hopefully he's fit and we'll see what happens with that they are a fast team I'm looking to see if Fermin Lopez gets opportunities. That'll be interesting. And I'm also, you know, I'm also interested to see if Xavi's going to call up any of the young defenders that we have. Uh, Faye or Fall. I know it's been said that Faye's had some great games with uh, Barca Athletic. So it'll be interesting to see if those kids get a call up to be there for our center back situation that we have right now. Um, but it's going to be an interesting game. It's going to be an interesting test. And then Shakhtar after that, and then the Classico, right? So hopefully we can get through these two, get some players back for the Classico. But, you know, I'm glad we're back. The first game back after international break is always tough for us. So this is going to be a tough one. But hopefully it we pull it out, man. Hopefully we do. Well, that's it for me for today. Hope you've had a great international break. I know a lot of people were talking about finally getting to do things with their families and trips and things without football. So hope you got a good rest in. It's back to football. Have a great one. Kules and always Forza Barca. Podcast Network.